Hello, hello. Welcome to SLD Wellness, the podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Lord and Diazio. SLD Wellness is a place for you to find your voice, find your gifts, and to realize that you already have the tools inside of yourself. Today is episode 32 of the podcast, which is all about three signs that you're leaking your energy. Now, before I jump into three signs that you're leaking your energy, I just want to do a quick little breakdown of what the heck energy even is. And the definition of energy is strength and vitality that can allow you to sustain yourself physically or mentally when you're doing an activity. And in science, energy is often something that you can convert into a different form, but you can't create it, you can't destroy it. And energy in a spiritual sense, especially in the essence of like life form or life force energy, especially when I think about it with Reiki, energy is something that's in your body. It's something that can move around in your body. There can be areas in your body where it flows easily. There can be areas in your body where it might be stuck. And energy is also something where it's like when you say, I just don't have the energy to do something. I just have a lot of energy to do something. It's something that it can be replenished. It can be adjusted. But if you're somebody who is doing a lot of things, you can feel like, oh man, like I don't know if it will ever come back. I don't know if this is something that I will have come back to me. How can I get more energy when I'm depleting myself or I am putting forth a lot of effort into something? And that's the other piece of it too, is that energy has a lot to do with effort that you're putting into different things, the things that you're receiving back. And even as I'm recording this episode, I was originally intending on recording it on Thursday, but I was like, I am so drained. I have no energy to do this. And then yesterday, I had intentions of doing it as well. But I had a lot that was going on and was like, man, I have no energy to show up on the mic and talk about what energy is or three signs that you're leaking it because, oh, I'm leaking my energy and I'm dealing with burnout. So instead of recording the podcast, I wrote about lessons from burnout, which I'll also link for this podcast because it also made me highly, highly aware of how much I was leaking my own energy, how much I was trying to do multiple things at once. And I mean, to be honest, in the past, I would probably just be like, okay, maybe I won't record the podcast for months on end. Maybe I'll walk away from it. Maybe I will try to force myself to do this. Instead, what I decided to do is slow down, take a break, maybe do something in a form that feels better for me, like writing, and then look into how I feel about recording and talking about it because there can be shame when you feel like you're losing your energy, when you feel like you're doing too many things at once, or you feel like you're feeling unable to get things done. And I'm just laying it all out there to be honest, because I 
have been realizing just how much I've been doing and that it's too much and that it's time to slow down and simplify. And that's why I'm also sharing with you signs that you're leaking your energy and it's coming from a place of knowing that I was doing that for a while and that I've been doing that for a while and that there's a lot of changes that I need to make and that I'm going to make to shift that. So what better time to share it than when you're actually going through it, when you're actually in a space where you're like, okay, this needs to change and I'm going to change it now. But before I break down three signs that you're leaking energy, I'll also tell you a little story in between about ways that I realized that I've been leaking mine and some lessons that have come from that also in hopes of helping you figure out for yourself what are the things that you actually really need to focus on. So let me tell you what's been going on with me recently. I've been working three jobs and that's a lot. It's a lot to work one, but the fact that I've been doing three, the fact that I was doing three was a lot. I have my own business as a doula and as a Reiki practitioner, a coach, that's been one. I also work independently at a hospital as a doula. And then on top of that, I was doing contract work and I was working that full time. So running my business, being a doula at a hospital, and then also doing contract work that was full time really, really, really made me just so, so drained. I felt like I had no time for myself and I also was just feeling like I was not putting forth the effort that I wanted to in the business because I was so tired. I was feeling guilty about feeling so tired and feeling like I wanted to take a break because I was like, oh no, I'm supposed to do X. I'm supposed to do Y. I have to hop online and share about what I'm doing. I have to come up with strategy for the business. I have to create content. I have to write on the blog. I have to do all of these things. And typically when it's going well and typically when I'm enjoying what I'm doing, it doesn't feel like it's work that is overbearing for me. But instead, I just kept saying, oh, I have to do this. I have to get this done. And then on top of that, after deciding to end the contract work because it was too much to be working a full-time job while also working at the hospital and running my business, then I decided, oh, you know what would be a great idea? To apply for another job. And even as I'm saying it right now, I'm like, oh, okay, Stephanie, you're doing a lot. (laughs) It's a lot that you're balancing right now. And it might make sense to at least pause and think about it. But instead, I decided to go full stream ahead. And I got really drained and tired in that process. I had all of these plans of things that I wanted to do for the business that I didn't have the energy to do. And I just kept continuing to berate myself, beat myself up, feel really guilty, feel so much shame around the fact that I wasn't getting these things done. And 
it's not really fair to put yourself in a position where you overcommit, you think you can do it all, you can't focus because you don't even know where to start, and you also are uncomfortable with having any sort of space in your schedule, any sort of solitude, because the only thing that you know how to do is grind. And I have said this before in another podcast episode, but I am so used to being a workhorse, so used to just being like, okay, got to get this done, got to get all of these things done. And it is not a trait that is an amazing trait. There are people who might find it admirable, but I'm just going to be clear and say that if you constantly feel like you need to work in order to feel accomplished, that's not fun. And I don't find it fun to be working to the point of feeling resentment, feeling frustrated, and feeling like if somebody reaches out to you that you love, you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. Or, oh my gosh, like, why do you need me for this? Why do you want to talk to me? Or having phone calls with loved ones and literally just falling asleep on the phone every single time you talk to them because you're just like, I just don't have it in me to speak. I just don't have it in me to do these things. And that's definitely something that I can say in full transparency and honesty that I encountered. And I've been moving through that and realizing that if you overcommit, there's a lot of things that you won't do. There's a lot of things that you feel are really difficult to get done or to accomplish. Even as I'm thinking through this, I don't quite know where things are going to fall with all of this. Who knows? Maybe I will decide to scale back on things so much so that things are going to look drastically different with the business. Maybe things will look drastically different with the podcast. Maybe the business name will change. I don't know yet. But I can say that when you get to a point where you're leaking energy, burnout is like right there. It's like on the other side of continuing to leak your energy. And one of the signs that you are leaking your energy is feeling like you're unable to focus, feeling like you're being pulled in multiple directions. And it's kind of like you don't even know which way to look because you feel like everything needs to get done. Well, everything has to be accomplished. Everything is an issue or everything is on the list of things that needs to be completed. And if you get to that point where you are just like being pulled in so many different directions that you don't know which way is up, it's definitely time to start to simplify. It's time to start to really prioritize. Like, what are the things that you really, truly need to get done? Because I'm willing to bet that it's not everything. We might think that everything needs to get done, but if you work for someone, there's always an ongoing list. If you work for yourself, there's an ongoing list. There's always all these things. Like, I got to send this email out. I have to follow up with this person. I have to market myself. You know, like there's all these things that you feel like have to get done all the time. And they will get done eventually. 
they don't all have to get done today. Sometimes things will go out later than you expect. This podcast episode was supposed to go out yesterday, but I didn't record it on Thursday because I was drained. And so instead I wrote on Friday and then I scheduled an email that will go out early Sunday morning along with a link to this podcast because I'm realizing and learning that I have to just work in a different way than I'm used to. I have to work in a way that will allow me to actually have space. And if that means that when I say something is going to go out at this time and it has to go out later, then that's just what it's going to have to be. Also, because I'm my own boss. So why am I treating myself like there's this like over overbearing boss over my head that is going to yell at me or shout at me if it's not done on Friday at noon. And if it goes out on Saturday night and then everyone sees it on Sunday, it's truly not the end of the world. It'll be all right. We gonna be all right. You'll see it. You'll love it. You'll be like, oh, wow, I learned things from it. Or you'll find out about it later. And that's also okay. Like, I will survive. As my own boss, I've had to realize that, like, I'm not like my other workplaces that had a place of panic that came with them. And I don't want to emulate that in this business. So I can't operate like that. But if you continue to do things the way that you are used to receiving them, you're going to experience the same shit. You can experience burnout as your own boss. You can drive yourself into the, into the ground by continuing to operate in the same toxic corporate environment that you grew up in, that you learned habits from. And in order to have a different experience, you need to do things differently. Because if you continue to do the same old shit, you're going to have the same old shit happen to you. So if you feel like you can't focus and you're going in a bunch of different directions, focusing on one thing at a time, taking it slow, removing all of those other distracting elements of things is so important. And I say this as someone who juggles so many things and knows that I need to simplify the business, simplify my life, simplify how I interact with myself and with others. And this really feels like I'm calling myself out too, because things need to change in order to have something that's sustainable and have something that's healthy. And aside from feeling like it can be difficult to focus, if you feel resentment about the things that you're doing, that's another one. That's a huge one. For me, I started to resent the way that I was using my time. I started to resent things that felt exciting and fun for a while and started to feel like, why am I doing it this way? Or why am I doing it at all? Am I even going to have the time to do this? I started to beat myself up because this podcast episode was supposed to come out last week. Supposed to. Even putting that word out there like that just feels like BS because you didn't know that this episode was going to come out last week. It's okay. (laughs) Like, now you know. But also, like, who fucking cares if 
something goes out a week later, if it is better than how it would have been in my very drained state last week. And if I said it was going to come out last week and then I didn't record again for two months, that's also something that would have been okay. Because if you want to produce something that is your best, that you truly enjoy, and to only do it in the times that you enjoy it, rather than being like, oh, hi, welcome to the podcast, I'm here, (laughs) and feeling like you're sleeping through it just to check something off of a list or check something off of a box. Like, you don't have to operate like that. You don't have to move through and feel like you're a zombie that is just doing something so that you can say, oh, every week I was able to have something come out on the podcast. Like, that's not, that doesn't sound enjoyable. That doesn't sound like a good use of your energy, a good use of your time. That just sounds like you are really in a space where the corporate way of doing things is so ingrained in you that you think that it's a failure if you do things when you feel drawn to or when you feel pulled to. And I know that even now as I'm thinking about it, that that also is making me realize that when I said at the end of last month that podcast episodes are going to come out every week on Friday, I'm like, that might not be the case. It might be when I feel pulled to, especially right now as I'm revamping things for the business and figuring out what that all means because the business might start to shift to be more focused on the doula work that I do and less of being a general wellness thing, less about energy healing and more about doula work with the energy healing as a focus within it. And if that's the case, then you'll hear more about what it's like for me to be a doula and all of the experiences that I've been having there and kind of like opening that door and curtain of the world that I've been in there, which I'm also really excited about sharing and talking about. And if that's the case, if that's where it goes, then things will shift. Things will get more specific. And I am actually excited about the possibility of doing that rather than feeling like, oh, I have to talk about this thing because I wrote it down. You know, like things can change and things can shift at any moment. If you allow yourself to be guided by what feels right for you, rather than doing things that you feel like have to be only one way. And that's why I know that for myself, I was certainly in that same boat of leaking my own energy because I was like, okay, well, I need to only talk about wellness in the general sense. I need to talk about the mental aspect of wellness. But what about the physical and the emotional and the spiritual aspect of things? Like those are the things that I feel most pulled to. So why not do the things that I actually enjoy rather than feeling resentful of myself for writing a list of podcast episodes for the year and feeling like I need to stick to them. No, things can change and things should change, especially if you don't want to freaking do it the way that it is. Things can change when you 
feel like it is time for it to change. And a third sign that you're leaking your energy is if people are excessively leaning on you, like to the point where you're just like, please stop reaching out to me. (laughs) Like if they're getting to that point and you don't know how to say no to it, that's very much a sign that you're leaking your energy. Like if you have people who are incessantly calling you to vent and you don't feel like you have your own space to vent, like if you don't feel like you have anywhere to release your own shit, but people keep coming to you to like release their shit onto you, you're probably a giver. You're also probably dealing with a lot of takers and they might not realize how much of it that they're doing to you because if you don't have boundaries in place for yourself, whether that's I don't want to have really long phone calls with someone who is just calling me to dump their stuff on me when I'm really tired. Or I don't want to have conversations with people really early in the morning before I meditate. Maybe you need to start putting your phone on do not disturb. Maybe you need to start finding ways to give yourself more freedom and space. And there's nothing wrong with that by any stretch of the imagination. Like there is nothing wrong with giving yourself some space to breathe away from people that want to lean on you so much that it's almost like you feel like you're being used as a crutch. And sometimes you are. Sometimes you are being used as a crutch. Sometimes there are people that feel like they don't know how to function without getting your support. And when you allow yourself to release from other people, when you allow yourself to detach from other people, when you allow those cords that are so tightly bound to somebody to release so that you can feel your own energy in your own space, you also allow them to figure things out on their own, which is, I think, truly important because you are not always going to be there to help pick up the pieces for someone or always be able to be there for someone to be their problem solver or be there to help someone self-soothe. People need to figure out how to do those things on their own. You can provide tools, you can do that to the best of your ability, but if you feel like you can't even do that for yourself, hey, you gotta step away and do that for yourself. And often by doing that for yourself, and giving yourself some time to focus on things that you need for yourself, people figure out how to do what they need to for themselves on their own too. And I know that I've often noticed that when there's people who will incessantly call you because they're like, I need help, I need help, I need help. And you just give yourself some space away from that, just step away from that. Maybe you step away from your phone for a little bit they will figure it out for themselves. Even if they might feel like they're a little stressed out by doing it without your help, they will figure out how to do it. And there's nothing wrong with giving yourself some space, especially if you feel like, I don't know how to say no to this person. Sometimes not responding gives you the space to step away from something. Sometimes giving yourself just some time to process gives yourself more freedom to relax. And 
to prioritize yourself and figure out what it is that you truly need for yourself. And when I was in a space where I was just feeling very, very drained, and I know I was on the road to burnout and very much in it, there are a couple questions that I started to ask myself that I encourage you to ask yourself, especially to help simplify things for yourself because you can't serve everyone, you can't serve everything. You can't be in a space where you constantly spread yourself thin because that's also not helpful for you. If there are things that you feel like you really wanna do but you don't quite know how to do them or know what it's going to look like or how it can look. I have five questions for you. The first one is if you could do what you actually wanted to do without fear of getting hurt and without self-doubt, what would it be? That might seem like a general, like, what do you want to do with your life kind of question? But truly, like, If you could really just remove any of the doubt that you have in your mind for yourself, if you could remove that fear, what was, what would it be that you spend your time on? Like, what does that look like for you? Because I'm willing to bet that you actually know the answer. You might be scared of the answer. You might feel like, oh, well, other people want me to do X, so I got to do X rather than Y. But there, there are things that Deep down, you might be wanting to explore that you feel like you're too afraid to explore or feel like they're out of reach. And then the next question I have for you is, what is something that you secretly want to do that slightly scares and challenges you? And that builds off of that first question of if you could do something you actually wanted to do without fear of getting hurt. So if there's something that you secret, like what's the thing that you secretly want to do that kind of scares you and challenges you? Like, what is the thing that you, if you really like sat down with yourself and thought about it is like, this feels like this little whisper inside of you that you really truly want to do, but it just feels a little out of reach, a little out of touch, maybe because you're like, I want to do it, but I'm scared of what people will think, or I want to do it, but I don't really know if I have the resources to do it. Like, what is that thing that slightly scares you, slightly challenges you? Another question I have is for you to look into, think about, journal about is what do you enjoy? What do you truly enjoy waking up and doing? Like, what if you, what, what would like a perfect day look like to you? Like, what is something that when you do it, every single time you do it, you just feel good about it? Because... That thing, if you could do more of that thing, if you could remove all the other fluff and do more of that thing, I have certainty that that thing can help bring more joy into your life. And that's the next question is how can you add more joy into your day? Like what is a thing that you enjoy doing that would add more joy into your day? Is that writing? Is that reading? Is that walking? Is that dancing? Is that singing? Is it finding a way to help people that might feel alternative and different to other people? 
And then the last question I have for you is what can you remove from your day that feels like a drain or irritates you? Because we all have those things. We all have things in our lives that if we could remove that thing, things could be easier. Things could feel better. And we also have things that are irritants in our day. And yeah, there are certain times where you have something that's irritating that feels like you have to do it or you have to get it done. But also you can outsource things. You can get help. You can ask for help. If there's something that you don't enjoy doing, there's ways that you can get help to do it. If you hate numbers, if you hate dealing with numbers, the financials of things, you can outsource that. You can get help with that. And you could also find a way to get that thing done earlier so that you don't have to do it all the time. There are multiple ways that you can continue to add in the things that you enjoy, whether that's taking a class or finding a video to do something that you enjoy, giving yourself like 15 minutes to do that thing at the top of the day, giving yourself time to do it at night. And really exploring those things for yourself more. I know that for myself, especially today, like it feels like today was the perfect day to record this podcast. And I'll tell you why. Because you're here with me and you're listening to this. And we're connecting on this level where I'm basically exposing that I have leaked my energy and have hit burnout and need to shift things. And today I had the honor of getting to work with people that experience the fires, the Marshall fires in Colorado. And I was at a relief event where I got to provide Reiki to people who were interested in it. I got to volunteer my time. And what I really learned for myself from that experience was that I love volunteering. I love being able to provide a resource to people who are looking for it, who are in need of it. I also had the confirmation that I love doing Reiki, love being able to help people heal themselves and relax into their bodies. And I also just had an immense amount of gratitude to have something that I could give to others. And I really realized for myself that in the midst of feeling all of this drain of having all of these feelings of, oh man, like, I don't know what my life is supposed to look like. I don't know how I'm supposed to help people, or I don't know why I'm doing all of these things and juggling all of these things, and it doesn't make sense to me. For me, that being at that event just made sense to me. Being there to provide something and give back, that made sense to me. It made me realize I want to do more of those kind of events. It made me realize that I want to help other people that are in need. It also made me realize that Reiki is absolutely something that will always be a piece of what I do. 
it's always going to be something that I incorporate into my business and my life because helping people that are feeling stress or helping people that are overwhelmed, helping people that also, when I met them, would tell me things like, these are the only pair of shoes that I own. And this is what I walked out in. And this is what I have. Helping people that are experiencing trauma is truly the space that I'm meant to be in. And it really felt like such a blessing to be able to do that. Like it wasn't something that I expected. I was just like, okay, I'm helping someone else. But I didn't expect to receive so much from doing that. And it really feels like I got back so much from being able to give. And it also made me realize that there were other things that I've been doing with my time that are not worth my time. There are other things that I've been so worried about in life that are not worth being worried about because there's a lot that I have that other people have lost. There's a lot that I can do with the resources that I have to help other people in spaces that didn't expect to have their lives go in the direction that they've gone. And if you feel like you are in a space where you're just like, I am so overwhelmed and I don't know if I can get through this. Something that I can tell you from feeling that and then feeling like a total shift after being able to meet such amazing people and help them. And I feel like truly they helped me is that there are things that are out there for you. There are things that are out there for you that can help you. There are ways that you can better use your time for yourself. And even though that can feel scary, even though you might feel like, oh, well, I can't do that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can do something else. Yes, you can shift. Yes, you can pivot. Yes, you can go after the things that you feel like you enjoy significantly more than what you're currently doing. And sometimes the things that you're doing are great, but you just need to slightly tweak it. Like I know that for myself, doing all of the things in wellness, I love wellness. However, it has to get more specific for me. And childbirth and helping birthing people and helping families bring life into the world is really something that I'm like, oh, this feels like that thing for me. And this feels like that thing that I really want to focus in on more. Rather than feeling like I'm all over the place and telling everyone I'm a coach, I'm a yoga teacher, I'm a Reiki practitioner, I'm a meditation teacher, I can help you get out of a toxic work environment. I mean, I can do all of that. I It's clear, like in the past over a year, I've been doing all of those things, but in getting more specific, I know that I can help more people. And in getting more specific, 
in getting more clear on what it is that you want to do, you can make a larger impact and you also can give yourself the ability to truly step into what it is that you want to do, enjoy it, and not feel like you're scatterbrained. Because being scatterbrained is difficult. Being all over the place to try to do everything leads to you feeling like you've done nothing. And if you don't want to feel that, you really have to give yourself some space. All right, y'all. So let's move to the meditation portion of the podcast. So close your eyes, relax your shoulders, take a deep breath in, fill your belly up, exhale, release. Begin to sink deep into your body Plant your feet firmly into the ground. And start to think about what it is that you need to let go of in order to fully show up for yourself. Take a deep breath in, exhale, release. When I did Reiki today, I reminded the people I was working with to breathe in what you need and exhale out what you don't. And so I remind you to do the same. Breathe in what you need. Exhale out what you don't. of other people's expectations. Release the things that aren't yours. And if you can't quite figure out for yourself what it is that actually is yours. Think back on the times that you've felt the most joy. The most fulfillment. The most free. Breathing in through your nose. Exhale out your mouth.
And when you're ready, slowly begin to rock your head from side to side. Begin to wiggle your fingers and toes. Come back to your body. And slowly find three things in the room to look at. Thank you so much for being here. Again, my name is Stephanie Laurent Diazio. And if you like the meditation, if you like everything that I've been saying about energy and feeling like it's time to focus in on yours or you feel like you are leaking your energy, I'm so excited to share that the Reiki Restore sessions that I do that are a one-hour session, which include meditation, tarot, and Reiki, are now 50% off for your first session. So if that is something that you want to do, click the link that I'm going to be adding in the show notes and sign up for a session. And I look forward to connecting with you there and also look forward to connecting with you in the next podcast episode. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.